We have physical development. So like, how are they doing physically? Are they in sports? Are they sitting upright? You know, those kind of things. The social development, what's going on with their peer group? How are they relating to other people? What? And then mental health, how are their emotions doing and their identity development? And then maybe number five is financial literacy. Maybe these are all things that you already carry around with you as your responsibility as a parent. But in reality, what I want you to get off of this uh, training is that there is a new front, a new battlefront. And so you may be like, oh my God, I'm already bogged down with the battlefronts I already have, Stephanie. But I have to say there is a new battlefront and I and I hope that you'll lean in with me here and hear what I have to say about it. But that's the tech screen health battlefront. And it has the capacity to literally affect all the other battlefronts if it's not tended to. When it comes to building a business empire online while intentionally cultivating a thriving life at home with kids, well, there is no roadmap. It's not easy. But the great news is we're not alone. We live in a crazy world that is truly unlike any other time in our history. And if you're like me, you've got an impact of your own to make, but you're not willing to sacrifice your relationship with those that you love in order to get it. My name is Stephanie Dove Blake, and this is the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast, where we'll journey together to learn what it means to be a truly powerful parent. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Okay, so this episode is going to be different than all of my other episodes in that I want to share something with you. And it, it's twofold. One is I have not done a great job of coming on here and sharing my own heart and kind of some of the teaching that I do around helping out with screens in our homes. And so I wanted to go ahead and break up a training that I did for an entrepreneurial group. And I really broke out a lot of the thoughts and ideas and practices that I've had over the years with my own kids. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have this broken up into two chunks. Uh, the first part one is going to come out on Tuesday and part two is going to come out on Thursday. And I wanted to break it up a little bit so that hopefully you will for sure consume all of the content. And um, there's also another part to this. I am actually on my way today to California to go to Meta headquarters. And I am just so super stoked. So you may not know this about me, or maybe you do, but I run a digital marketing agency called Social Sparrow. And I am a super technological geek. I love computers and um, have just been in this incredible entrepreneurial space where I've gotten to learn so much. And through some consulting that I'm doing, we got a special invite to come up to Meta headquarters. And wow, am I excited. Uh, I've got my geek flag flying high and so excited to be heading out today. So that means I don't have time for interviews this week and I'm a little bit behind. So I'm going to get to share this training with you, which I should have thought to do this sooner, but I'm so thankful that it's here and I'm so thankful that it's right now. And I'm believing that it is for someone listening today. Also too, if you would do me a favor, if you've never replied or let me know anything that you're even listening to this podcast, please do so this week. We're coming up on an entire year of episodes with the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast, and I could not be prouder, but I'd really love to know what have you enjoyed? What would you like to to hear more of? And how can I make this podcast better for you? How, what kind of questions do you have as parents um, so that I can bring on even more incredible people and find more answers and share with you what has worked for me and my children? So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And I genuinely hope you enjoy this training. Thanks. What were some of the event horizons that you remember? These are some of the ones I remember that I have pictures to go with to show you. Um, I remember when these puppies were born. Uh, I remember just being so in love and I remember wanting to sleep with them. I wanted to do everything with them and carry them with me everywhere I went. I remember being in this pool with this girl. Our lips were actually blue. I don't think you can see in the photo. We were freezing, but it was at this hotel and it was so fun. And we both wanted to go swimming anyway. And we had a blast. And then this is me at a river in Haiti, which we lived in Haiti for two years when I was a young girl. And I learned how to wash clothes down by the river. And I remember that. So what could happen to our children's memories? 
if their time is spent predominantly on a computer screen or a phone or something like that, my question is, or my hypothesis, or the thing I want you to think about is what will this do to their memory of their childhood? I spent a significant amount of my childhood and tween years watching movies and playing the Nintendo or one of the other gaming systems that I had, but I really have no significant memories of that. My husband does have some memories of gaming, but it was literally only whenever he was with a group of his friends gaming. So my question to you and for us to think about is when our child children look back at their childhood, will they remember that one time that they placed number one on Fortnite? Will they remember the hours they spent scrolling on social media? Or will it all run together equating in a shortened sense of childhood? So I'm not for sure. I mean, we're kind of in this big testing situation here, but I don't, I'm nervous about the answer to that question, right? So what is the answer to the battle that we're facing, this new battlefront, right? What, what do we have to do, Stephanie? What do we have to do to connect and protect our children? Well, the answer to the battle is you. You are the parent and you are their safe space. And so I'm going to give you some, some tools that you can utilize in order to start fighting on this battlefront, um, maybe feeling a little bit more victorious than maybe you do now. But you might say, but Stephanie, I'm already exhausted. It's like a full-time job to monitor screens in my home. I don't want to do it. And I'm going to say, I hear you. I've been there, right? Or you might say, but Stephanie, it is hopeless. I am worried that I am way too late. My kids are far gone into it. I don't even know how to broach the topic. I want to say, I hear you. Another one might be, Stephanie, if I'm being honest, my child is already addicted and I don't feel prepared to deal with the conflict that would come up whenever I tell them to get off of the screens. I want to tell you, I hear you. And also, lastly, you might be saying, but Stephanie, if I'm being really honest, I'm kind of addicted myself. (laughs) And I just want to say, I hear you. I struggle with it myself. So, but here's the truth of it. You do have enough time to work on this battlefront. You can have enough energy for it. And it is not hopeless. Your child wants this from you as well. You are a powerful parent. And so we're going to talk about the three C's because this is one of the tools that I can give you. I have a a larger training on this, but with the time I have today, this is all I'm going to be able to get into. So the three C's that I want to hopefully give to you so you can take with you so you can be thinking about. So the first one is championship. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pop on over here. Championship. So champions are people who stand up for you and what you believe in. These people are the ones that will sing your praises. And I'm not going to read all of this, but they accept you for who you are. They are your best advocates. I have two champions in my life. Of course, my husband is an incredible champion for me, but also I have these two best friends and they are women who show up for me in events in my life. They root for me. They're loyal. They have my back and they do everything in their power to support me. And I do the same for them. I love them. They're my champions. They can be hard to find in life. And I want you to pause the screen. Think about someone in your life right now that maybe you have as a champion of you, or maybe someone who has championed you in your life. So let's look at the definition of championship. It is the vigorous support or defense of someone or something. Now let's look at the word vigorous. It's the vigorous support or defense of someone or something. So vigorous means strong, healthy, and full of energy, right? So we want to have strong, healthy support of our children, right? We want to become their champion. I know you're already your child's biggest fan um, and, and champion them in all areas of their life. But today I want you to like take on the identity of becoming your child's champion with that vigorous energy and looking to, to have hope 
in in um, the battlefront that we're talking about right now. Um, and so uh, having that mindset is everything. And I know if you're watching this, you're in business. So you know the power of mindset. And so if you're coming into this with your children and you're nervous about um, the, the screens or this or that, not even nervous, but you already have a negative mindset around the outcomes, you know how powerful that can be. And so I want you to choose to take on that mindset of being the champion of your child in this area. The second one is connection. It's very important to intentionally to be working uh, to maintain a deep, meaningful connection with your child. It's, it's really imperative. So in business, we spend so much of our time understanding our avatar so we can get a massive wins and make an impact, right? In our business. What's well, the same in our homes. We must study and know our children to the best of our ability so that we can serve them, know them, and then love them well. So what I want to encourage you to do, you can take a screenshot of this, make your own version of it. I have some more things in my other training, but What's your child avatar? This is my son, Josiah Evan Blake. I absolutely adore him, of course. He is 19. Well, at the time that I made this, he was 19 years old. He's a male. His favorite food is sushi. His love language is quality time. But I want to just fast forward and go down here. Um, what are the keys? Whoops. What are the keys? The keys to Josiah and unlocking his heart is listening to music with him or watching a movie that he likes. This just unlocks his heart. Also to now, fast forward, he's now 20 years old, about to be 21. Also, if I take this boy out to eat, it's just like, whoop, and we just get to talk about all the things, right? And so how many of these things do you feel like you know about your child? Like really, really know about your child? Because whenever you have your child avatar, it's going to equate to messaging alignment. When we understand our child, our communication and our strategies will be exponentially more powerful. Knowing your child is an ongoing commitment. And so it's it's they are ever changing like as a child. And it's your job to keep up the best we can, right? With who they are and where they are. So one thing I want to show you is that once you have that child avatar, you can get that messaging alignment, which is going to enable you to have powerful connection. And so how does your child feel most connected to you? And there's a differentiator I want to bring up here. I'm not asking you how you feel your child should feel most connected to you, right? So you might think that this needs to look like taking long hours talking about their emotions, because maybe that's how you like to connect. Um, but in reality, it's not about how you feel most connected to your child. Like maybe you love reading a story to your child at night. That was me. I loved it. And three out of four of my children loved it too, but one of them did not. So whenever I went to go read that book, that was not their thing. They did not feel connected. They felt agitated. And then, or you might love watching a movie with your tween. Um, and maybe that's the way that you love it. But the question is, is what do they love? How do they feel most connected? So here's some things that you can ask your child. Um, maybe what was the most fun that you and I have ever had together? Or do you remember a time where you felt really loved by me? Or if if we could just drop everything and go do something together, just you and me, what would you want to go? What would you want to do with me? Hey, powerful parents, Stephanie here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Did you know that statistics show that 88% of Americans say they eat dinner with their family every night or a few times a week? I think that's a pretty awesome stat. But if you're anything like me and you're an entrepreneur, then after a day filled of putting out fires and maybe various events, testing your patients, sometimes it's hard to think of questions that can help you really connect with your kids beyond the standard, how was your day? When my kids were just littles, I put together a list of questions to solve this problem and to help us have something to connect with over dinner time. And now I would love to share my curated dinner questions with you. This is good for littles and for bigs. There's lots of different varying questions in there. And these questions are going to help to ensure that the conversation is not just lively, but will bring you closer to your children while you enjoy a delicious meal together. 
As a listener of this podcast, you can get access to these questions at www.powerfulparentingtribe.com. Once you're there, make sure to type in your best email and I'll have my team shoot over the questions for you. Once you get the questions, I encourage you to make this a family affair, print them out, have your kids help you cut them out. We even grabbed a mason jar and my kids decorated it. And that's where we put all of our questions. And that same mason jar still sits on or near our dinner table to this day. We've been using these questions for close to eight years now, and I've really enjoyed the fun conversation and connection that's come from them. I hope your family enjoys them as much as mine have. Again, that's www.powerfulparentingtribe.com. Now back to the show. Or tell me a time about where you felt joy. And you just ask them these questions and see what their responses are. It's so, so powerful. And then there's some things you can ask yourself. When was my child lit up after an interaction? You know, when their eyes are all lit up and they're just super excited. When was that? Or or were they leaned into you a little bit more? Or when did my child not want to stop doing whatever we were doing? These are little clues that are going to uncover. And you cannot generalize your child because they all are very different. So it's important to kind of figure out. What is it? Because once you have your child avatar and you get that message alignment, it's going to equate to really powerful connections. Um, I also encourage you to look into the love languages. Again, I don't have time to dive into those, but um, super powerful whenever you know what your love language is and what your child's love language is. Um, but the next one is whenever we look at, uh, you know, speaking powerfully, uh, having a powerful connection with our child, and whenever we do that, it, it becomes more about quality than quantity, right? So, Quality is deep, meaningful connection moments versus tons of passive moments, right? So which would your child rather have? You with them all day, but you're on your phone or watching TV or one hour of intentional, uninterrupted time doing what they love to do together. I mean, which would you rather have, right? And so a lot of times parents feel so much condemnation and judgment because they don't have the quantity to give or they've chosen not to give the quantity. But I'm here to encourage you that it's really more about quality than it is about quantity. And if you can find those ways to connect with your kids in meaningful ways, it will last so long and the connection is so good. So I want to encourage you in that in connection. Our last C is communication. I want to encourage you to set up a rhythm or a cadence for communication about devices and it makes all the difference in the world. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about devices. This is coming from my screen check program that I have, which is around being able to protect your children from things online as well as connecting with them. And so uh, a majority of the overwhelm, especially when it comes to parenting, is because of lack of planning. So if we can set up a communication cadence regarding screens in our home, it can be a real game changer or just it might be that like um, you have taco Tuesdays and every Tuesday night after tacos, you go and get ice cream. Right. And like, there's just like a cadence, a thing that you just do. And sometimes you'll miss it, but you get back onto that cadence. One of the things um, that I recommend is a weekly screen check that's just you, where if your child does have a device, you're actually getting on that device and you're kind of looking through things. Um, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. I know a lot of people have different opinions, but whenever a kid is, uh, in my care, uh, uh, whenever they're younger, usually, uh, kids like young children and into the tween years, I usually will, you know, grab phones and I recommend grabbing phones and with your child knowing you're doing it, not sneakily and just checking out and just asking questions and looking at stuff and seeing what's going on. It's a great way to protect your child. As they get a little bit older though, there's different things that I teach in, in the program for that. And so... I also recommend a monthly check-in with your child. So whenever you do that weekly check-in for just you, you might check your screen time report. And these are all other things that I help you set up in the other program. But you're going to look at the text messages and things like that and, and look on the computer and see kind of what's been going on. And also, too, it's a great time just to think around your child and what you're going to do for that week with your child. 
Um, next up is a monthly check-in with your child. Uh, so this might be 15 minutes or it might be one hour, but literally you guys, I'm encouraging you to put this on your calendar. You put it on your Google calendar. If you've got four children, then four spots somewhere in the month where you are intentionally getting away with them uh, and maybe taking them for ice cream, or you're just going to go for a walk together. And the intentionality is to chat around what's going on in their life or, and um, if you want to do the screen time side of it, you can pull up screen time reporting. You can ask them questions and stay curious. Hey, what's that game like? What are your what are your favorite friends to play these games with? What's the newest trend on TikTok if your kids are on TikTok? Um, but also too within communication, one of the things I love the most that I just want to encourage you to do is to create empty time for conversation to happen if it doesn't already exist. So I call this couch potatoing um, or just potatoing or, or uh, my friend called it rocking. Uh, but essentially, you're just going to go into their rooms and you're just going to plop down on their bed while they're in their room. They might be on the computer. They might be sitting there. Whatever they're doing, you're just going to plop in there and you're just going to stay there. Like you got nothing else to do in the world. You're just hanging out with them. And I'm talking until it's a little awkward or uncomfortable. I can't tell you almost every single time something comes out of that. Um, whenever it's bedtime, maybe don't rush out. Maybe just lay there in the bed next to them and see what comes up. Um, hashtag stay curious, right? It's when some of the most profound conversations that I've had with my children have happened. And then here's a ninja trick. When it's time for bed, let um, let them come and hang out in your bedroom with you for an extra stay up time. And this almost always equates to delicious, beautiful, wonderful, connecting conversation. So with all of us being said, I know this is a shortened version of my training. And so I've thrown a lot at you, but I just want to encourage you to lean in with me and, and pull up your inner superhero, because if there's anything in this earth or in this world or in your world worth fighting for, it's for this. It's to connect and to protect our children and to stay on the forefront of what's going on with them because we don't want to build a business and be so excited about the empire empire that we build online and then look at our home and be like, man, I kind of lost my child's heart in the process. So I want to encourage you guys, it's never too late. You do have the energy, you do have the time, and there are systems out there that can help you with uh, regaining control in your home and connecting deeply with your children. So um, I want to uh, lastly just leave you uh, with a reminder that this is really truly the, the, the connection piece is just as important as the protection piece. I didn't go into all the nuances of all the tech of like how you structure this and how, how do you actually keep sexual predators off away from your kids? How do you educate them? I didn't go into any of that stuff. That's more of the protect side. And I leaned into the connection side because I believe that the connection side is the most part of this, the most important part of this. So it is the gas in your car, the ammo in your gun, the get and your go. So you can't, you can't, if you have a car, the car, the gun and the go are the parental screen controls, right? You can have all of that stuff there, but you're not going anywhere. You can't produce anything unless you have that connection. Uh, there's a, an awesome saying I love, and I use it all the time to remind myself, but rules without relationship will equal rebellion. So you have to work on that relationship because if you just start restricting and screen controls this and that and that, and you're not working on the connection at the same time, it's not going to equate to what you're wanting, the outcomes that you want to have. And our children need us. They need us to show up this way. So with that being said, that's all I've got for you today. I thank you so much for spending time with me. Um, I, my my heart is with you um, as a mother for myself. And I'm so thankful to have been able to have this time and share this with you. If you have any questions and you want to connect with me, please go to uh, stephaniedubblake.com or just connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to hear from you if this has been a blessing at all. And uh, I'm, I'm rooting for you. All right. Bye-bye. I truly hope you enjoyed our episode today on the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast. Make sure to hit follow and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. You're not going to want to miss a thing. I promise. 
If you were impacted by this episode, do me a favor and leave a review with a comment. I read every one of them and I also pass them along to our guests. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links at powerfulparenting.com forward slash podcast. If you want to see more behind the scenes with me and my guests, be sure to find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's where we can have deeper conversations on these podcasts. Take care. And remember, it's not about being a perfect parent. It's about taking each day and working on showing up powerfully for our kids. They deserve it. And you are the parent for the job. See you on the next episode.